I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Nobody likes pollution. Not of any sort. We prefer clean and fresh. Well, today I want to tell you about the greatest cleanup project in history. Hey, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me. Come on in and have a seat with me here in my study, which is, is clean and pollution-free. <laughs> my goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew. Then help them get to know him and his work personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, would you let me invite you to like, subscribe, and also share with a friend? Well, no. Nobody deliberately chooses to live in a polluted place, right? I mean, given a choice, everyone would prefer a clean, comfortable bed to sleeping on a pile of rat-infested trash. We prefer new to used and clean to dirty. In fact, there are some situations where we just automatically assume that what we buy or use is pure and clean. There are even situations where the law requires it. When you uh, pop out to your local fast food joint for a quick bite of lunch, the waitress might ask if, if you want chips with your burger, but, but you'll never get the question, oh, did you want a clean plate? <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I, even getting asked the question would raise some serious concerns in your mind about your choice of restaurants, right? Well, Genesis begins, rightly so, <laughs> at the beginning of creation. God creates the heavens and the earth, but the earth is formless and, and void and covered in darkness. And the first recorded words of God contained in the scriptures are, let there be light. Then his next action is to immediately separate light from darkness. And he had a reason to do it. Today's verse says, God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. There are things that don't go well together. Oil and water, for example. They just refuse to mix naturally. You can shake, mix, blend, do whatever you'd like. But as soon as you stop doing whatever you're doing to mix them, they'll immediately begin to separate. Pretty soon the oil will be floating on top of the water. But you know, there's other things that can't mix as well. I remember starting a new job in Israel and beginning to learn some words and phrases in Hebrew. <laughs> Sometimes I'd, I'd mix them up in, in some pretty strange ways. One morning, I intended to ask for Maim Neviot, it, it's a common, mime is water, and mime neviot is, is a common brand of spring water in Israel. <laughs> Instead, 
I accidentally asked for Maim Sherutim. <laughs> That's water from the toilet. <laughs> well, obviously. The waitress knew I was mistaken. That's that's not what I wanted. I'm, that's not what anybody wants. Light never mixes with darkness. When you turn on a light in a darkened room, the area around the light becomes, well, light. It always happens that way, you know. You, you don't turn on the light and then find a big blob of darkness just kind of hovering in the air under a working light bulb. Light dispels darkness. When deciding to follow Jesus as our Lord and believing in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, he places his spirit within us and he performs a a cleanup operation unlike any natural one on the planet. He replaces our polluted and utterly filthy former self with a new you. It's created anew in his righteousness. Not just clean, totally pure. He replaces the darkness that was in us with his perfect light. Jesus says that we're the light of the world. We, as as followers of Jesus, are his body. He's our head. It's as though he's walking parts of the earth where He never trod 2,000 years ago, still bringing light, still loving people trapped in darkness. Now, as then, he reaches out to the sinner, the downtrodden, the lost, and the hopeless. He shines a light into their darkness and offers to set them free. Through us, we're the light overcoming the darkness. Light doesn't mix with darkness, doesn't accept darkness. It overcomes it. God saw that the light was good. So he separated it from the darkness. Live so that people can see the light of Christ in you. And let your light so shine before men that they see your goodness and glorify your Father in heaven. Let them see Christ in you, unpolluted and undiluted. We're at the end of our time again, friends. Before you finish up, could I ask you to please help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better? Would you please like this video? It'll help more people see it. Then click follow or subscribe. That way you and I can get together every day. If you'd like to click the link in the description, I'll send you a free copy of my book, Count to One, God's Plan for Christian Unity. I'll drop it right in your inbox. And one more thing. Please do share this video with a friend. Because as you do, that makes you part of the team. Touching hearts all over the world with the love of Jesus. Thank you for helping.